that basement mic. All right, so we are... We are recording? Oh, we're going to do this. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you get in here this is domestic edition the ongoing affront to legitimate news discussion hosted by me casey davis with me as always is theron parham hey you uh joining us is alan newman spicy chipotle and mayo and <coughs> then uh our producer anonymous mike and my arms crossed in already indignant fashion so <laughs> it's gonna be a good one guys She's not oh, dead yet <laughs> it was a good it was a good well, night for uh, Democrats, just not a good night for our Democrat here in Indiana. I believe that's why Mike would cross his arms. Uh, I mean, that's part of it. Uh, the the Senate situation was not ideal. Uh, as the close elections get sorted out in the South, where the margins were razor thin, I think right now there is a 0.25% difference in the Senate election in Florida. Oh which triggers a, a recount. Which triggers a machine recount. It's just over the threshold for a uh, hand recount of all the ballots. Um, but that will probably end up going towards the Republican senator there, at which point the... Rick Scott. Rick fucking Scott. Rick former governor, right? Former governor, governor, Rick Scott. He bought the governorship he and he some bought... Education like, bullshit, you, I remember. No, have you ever seen Rick Scott do the fucking shit with the parolees? With the, uh, the, the, the felony parolees where they try to get their voting rights back? No. He would hold like a secret meeting in the state house like one time, he, one day a year, and these people would come and be like, well, I was a felon and I've done my crime and I've done my time and here's all the good things I've done. He's been like, yeah, I don't feel like giving you voting rights. That's why that ballot initiative was so important. Okay. Yes. So, okay. but it's going to look like the Republicans are going to have a 2020 proof majority in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, tough. Democrats uh, were not able to hold on to enough of their red state seats. Um, Here's the thing about the bad news in the Senate for Democrats. As we expected. I, yeah. Well, yeah, it's exactly what was expected, and all I heard all day was good news about how they did every other damn way that you could do in an election. I mean, Here's the thing. Democrats, I hate this general malaise. Democrats had the biggest House swing we've had since Nixon. We took the House. Legislation is... Halted Done. for the next two years. Mm -hmm. We have subpoena, subpoena power. Subpoena power. Mm -hmm. Actually investigating the president for his flagrant corruption. A bunch of governorships. 330, well, state, you... 330 <laughs> state legislature seats. Yeah. Attorney generals all across the country. I mean, it was a huge night for Democrats, and we knew we were going to lose a couple Senate seats. Yeah. Donnelly is a surprise. The rest mm -hmm. weren't. It, Thank you for like, saying it was a surprise. Thank you. It, it's like... Uh, and it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, we, still think it. we talked about this in one of the threads with Mark Johnson, and it was like... It's like the point spread for the Democrats was set to 30, and we hit 15. Yeah, that was yeah. a you really know? great And one. it's like, no, we still won the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you may have lost the bet, but we won the game. Yeah. I, I, my, so here's my thinking on it. And I mean, we'll get to the House in a second, and the House was a big win, and the state elections were big wins for the Democrats. My issue with the Senate um, right now is primarily that we're, no legislating is going to be done over the next two years, 18 months. Um, 
but that means that all of the decisions are going to be made through executive decisions. Which we already were doing. And we right. know, we know though, that thanks to Obama, that uh, executive decisions are not permanent. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But judiciary picks are very long-term. Sure, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, there's been a crisis in the federal judiciary for a while now. It's been existing. There's a shortage. There's been a shortage of judges. So it's not like that Trump is going to sit down and go, "Wow, I've got to fix this problem," and he's going to be smart right. enough to go Just through and actually them all push all through them. a bunch of federal judges. He won't be able I mean, to come up with them. No, but Mike Pence will be. The oh. Society, the you know, I would like the judges that Mike Pence would pick. Yeah, I mean, they're pushing through a record amount, man. I mean, it's just a, still it, going to be short. It's just a list of everybody who's been in the Federalist Society for the past thirty years, mm. and they're going to get they're going to get approved. Well, and, but that, that's the issue. There is that is going to take a very long time. Yeah. A generation. Yes, and so we're going to have a generation of conservative federal judges fighting, not just. Democrats on the national level, but state democratic laws attempting to do things will also face challenges in the district courts, in the appellate courts. It's going to be a clear path to the conservative majority in the Supreme Court, which we have to say could get even bigger because today Ruth Bader Ginsburg fell in the Supreme Court, fractured three ribs. She will likely survive, but... She's in her fucking 80s, and she broke three ribs. She also Having, lifts weights like a She She is in great condition for an 80-something-year-old <laughs> woman. For an 80-something-year-old woman to break three ribs, she's like the best-case scenario you got. But, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's still grim. She is beloved by, by the left for, for a good well, reason. She has been a tough, uh, an incredible fighter for women's rights throughout her entire career. She is, she, even if you're... Any I mean, she can know she's a smart lady I mean, who's to be reckoned with and respected, and and and. And she was best friends with uh, the Besides, everyone wishes her stop, well. Stop, stop right. and stop and wish her well, or say a little prayer or something for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's one of our Supreme Court justices, and she just broke three ribs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't say a prayer for Scalia. Ah, I mean, let's be well, straight. we didn't really need to because he like died like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like, oh, Antonin over. Scalia's sick. Well, it's like, no, Antonin Scalia died. According that was to Trump, news. he was probably murdered. Oh, right. my right. God. He, he met, people, many people are saying he had a many pillow. People off, they, he had a pillow on his head. Many people are saying. <laughs> many, many people of well, very know, narrow <laughs> You know, I do have uh, a little riff about the election that I had kind of rehearsed in the car on the way over here. Uh-oh. Something we've learned... <laughs> Is that this election went about as could be expected and as has historically happened throughout modern history. It was a tie. In a midterm, basically, you know, it was the first midterm of a presidential election. Of a president. Democrats, the opposition made a big gain. Uh, We're in a healthy economy, so red states mostly stayed red because we're not in crisis mode with that yet. And so I think there can be some solace taken if you're concerned about the path that Trump is putting us on with everything that Trump does that's bad, and we all have hashed that out. We don't need to do it again. But really, the country on the ground is moving the way it always has. 
the one effect he has had is that everyone's very riled up. This was the highest turnout for a midterm we've ever had by a long shot. <clears throat> And so I don't million early voters. And I don't know how healthy that is for the country. But he riles up his opposition a lot and they turn out. But he also riles up his base. And so everyone's engaged in voting. But proportionally, things look like they're gonna go the same as if Ted Cruz or Jeb Bush or anybody, any Republican had won in 2016. This same thing probably would happen. Honestly, the Democrats would have lost. Would not have won as much if it was basically no, if anyone other than. As pissed, if, if, no, if Jim Bush were president and Marco Rubio were president, they would have calmed everybody down. They were like, "Wait, sure, everybody! Sure, sure. So I'll, you, I'll be half sure, Democrat now that I'm sure, president." Sure, so you have lower turnout, but historically the proportions were spot on. No, what they no, always and, and Theron's right. Theron's right. Look at Clinton in '94. You have the Republican wave come through, right? Hmm. The same thing happens. Obama loses control of the House in 2010. Yeah. It happens every time. No, yeah. You no, get no, a president, I, two years later... I understand later, that basic backlash premise. Everyone expects that every time everyone more knows that, dem- that yeah, not as many exactly. Democrats show up. Uh, that, that was about to bring up the two things that um, really, uh, really ought to make Democrats excited about this are money and turnout. The Democratic candidates are awash with money that Republicans are not, apparently. And uh, and the turnout on a midterm for for Warren Democrats, as Theron mentioned, is bigger than since Nixon for Republicans and Democrats. Okay, yes, okay. Republican but, turnout but, was also impressive. Yeah, that's what I mean. He increases total turnout, but he doesn't change proportions. So, okay, he doesn't change proportions. Okay. Yeah. On on that, my, my there is generally a, opposition parties generally do well in midterms compared to who controls the White House. Given the economic conditions, though, it's not always a, a oh, swing. That's true. No. The Democrats might have made gains that it likely under almost any other Republican president, the Democrats would have had a very narrow mm-hmm. House majority. The other thing is, when we talk about the fucking blue wave, you would not know it by the numbers in the House, but Democrats won the House by a higher percentage this year than Republicans did in 2010. Nice. In the popular vote. Very cool. Bigger than the Tea Party. But it did not translate into similar gains in seats because of the redistricting. Okay. Which is why the governors mattered. Well, and also, yeah, absolutely. When you talk about redistricting, look at what they did in Pennsylvania. There were like three or four seats that the Dems picked up easily simply because of the redistricting in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I, I mean, They're going to have to run for them from now on. They will, and they will probably be relatively safe in the near future. Look, looking at the House map and the House popular vote, it is very grim for Trump's 2020 chances. Mm-hmm. Incumbents generally have an advantage. Nothing but, new about that. If you put but, who voted you. in the mid... If the midterm had been a presidential election, Trump's gone. And, and part of that... Key here is what were the states that everyone talked about giving Trump the push to win? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Those are all back to the blue ball. Where did Democrats make their biggest gains? Those three Midwestern states. Everyone knew that they would come right back to blue. Everyone knew that. They they forgot it. Big gains in Arizona. Um, Excuse me. Ohio's not really a swing state anymore, but Arizona kind of is now. Like the map is shifting a little bit on what's a swing state. 
feel like Midwest is just People turning redder in general, the but the Southwest is turning blue. And the other thing that blue is work. key, and, and Alan <clears throat> mentioned this, that decision in Florida by the voters to give former felons back the right to vote, we are talking about a state where, as I said, the Senate is going to be picked by less than a quarter of a percent, 75,000 votes roughly, that's a mil- 1.6 million a new voters. Votes. Oh, and the next a group that are disproportionately minorities. Yeah. Who yeah. tradi- to vote Democrat. And so. <laughs> I thought you were about to make a joke about the percentage of Florida that, that are is felons. Ex-cons. No. I'll uh, tell you this for. It's about this 5%. Shows you, here's a reflection of our, our justice system, though 40% of black men in Florida will now be able to vote that yes. before. It, it turns 40%? out forty percent when you that look, could not vote before. Yes, that could not vote if before you look if you look at math, black men actually turn out at very high numbers if you account for the fact that so many of them have been banned oh, from yeah, voting just, across the country oh, is, for former felony convictions. That's one of those core facts that um, let's say that you're let's say you're a regular a regular white fella like myself, and and you hear about this BLM stuff, and it's not the that it's not that Bureau of Land Management right. bunch of assholes. It's right. it's something new. It's called uh, the, the the Black Lives Matter, and uh, and you're just like whoa, whoa, and you don't, and you don't get it, and and then you look into it. That's one of those core facts and that's, about uh, about black men in America that makes you understand the necessity of the movement. And it's one reason why black people are so fucking tired of white liberals being like, well, if you guys just voted, blah, 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 if you pulled yeah, yourself we up fucking by your tried to, but we can't because half of us are disenfranchised. Oh my god! Because and again, these are. A lot of these convictions are the same kind of convictions that all of us are like, oh, well, these dumb drug laws and that, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And it goes right to the whole angle of, you know, with legalization of various drugs. Then you've got to, what do you do with all these guys that are Former, in prison yes. for nonviolent crimes? That's why a guy like Trump is so fascinating, though, because he's just like, yeah, maybe we have legal weed, uh, even though he's a Republican. And He you know, says that, and he, he hires... I mean, he hired Jeff Sessions We're as AG, and no, it's going to no, be another guy after Jeff No, I'm Jeff not Sessions. saying it's a legitimate Chris, Chris, stance on his point. What no, I'm he saying just is that care. the way he puts it into the discussion and, and, and how that, like, drives out. I thought all that I was think, driven by Rohrbach. No, I think he just, I think Trump just hadn't thought about it. He didn't have an opinion about it because he doesn't fucking care. Because um, he doesn't care about most things. <laughs> I'm going to call myself out here. Rohrbacher? Uh, yeah, Dana Rohrbacher. I'm, I'm missing a name here. California. Represent so long, and allegedly, like, a couple of weeks ago, he came out saying that, like, post-election, he's a GOP representative in Cal... Was... He, in he, he was the, he he was the most pro-Russian member of the House. Okay. He lost. And he came through and was like, yeah, man, as soon as the midterms are done, we're going to legalize weed. And it was, totally, California. <laughs> it was totally a ploy that he was doing to uh, get... Uh, it was definitely a ploy he was using to, to get votes... But yeah, I uh, we have our own we we have our own uh, Republican weed advocate here in Indiana. If in I'm not mistaken, house. it's Jim Lucas down in Seymour. Yes, and his his started as weed for veterans. Yeah, Dealing well, that, that's now, now he's level. full medical. Yeah. Now that's that, how now you get everybody bought in. Oh yeah, I mean, I love it. Yeah, we it, there is it's fun stuff. And this is something Theron and I were talking oh, yeah, about weed for is. Veterans, um, they deserve at least that. Fuck another that. thing we we saw through the. 
uh, ballot measures across the country is, generally speaking, um, even red states like Democratic policy proposals. That the conservative opposition <laughs> Democrats isn't about the policy because they, we saw Medicaid expansion. Yes, we saw Medicaid expansion in um, I think Nebraska and. Maine, where LePage had been ordered by a federal judge to expand Medicaid and said, I would rather go to jail. And LePage is fucking moving moving to Florida. Florida. (laughs) Fucking dick. Um, He's like, fuck y'all. I'd much rather live in Florida. Uh, But there will also probably be expansions in Kansas, where uh, Brownback was defeated. That fucking dick. Kobach was defeated. That's it. That's it. And he... um, he had vo- the Republican state legislature there. Hey, we got to pause for a minute. We'll be right back. It's a shame. And now, now we're starting again. We're back from Alan's Trapped in the Bathroom, uh, R. Kelly, South Park episode. Real quick while I got things stuffed. That scared me. You guys wandered off into... At least what feels like a bit of a progressive talking point, so I gotta have that <coughs> moment on my show. Yes. Uh, but it's show. just this um this whole thing where oh, it's it's not that it's identity. They won't vote for Democrats because of identity. Well, we got that identity for some reasons. That's all I gotta say. I guess I don't want to go beyond that because then it'll get real unpleasant. Well, I but, think it. Um, I. Uh, like, we don't trust the Democrats, but we like getting health care money, but we don't trust it when they're the ones fucking doing it. Well, it's like, why do people in the South keep voting against their own interests? The voting against well, your own no, interests are No, that is, is some NPR fucking psycho it's fucking NPR, social it's psychologist kind of bullshit against their interests. Maybe money isn't every fucking thing in the world, you bunch of assholes. So, in, anyway, um, let's move on from this topic. Uh... The, but, yeah. but the, the Kansas state legislature, which is controlled by Republicans, regularly voted to expand Medicaid. Kobach kept yeah. blocking it. They didn't have a veto-proof voting I would group. like to say real quick uh, that um, Medicaid, a national, a national, like, essentially single-payer healthcare system, um, I don't care how many times you call that liberal because <laughs> Democrats are pushing it, that's a conservative program. That is a national program. That is Whatever a, you want to call that it. That is a we the people who... That is a nativist program. People who live here get this benefit. Um, and okay, well, I mean, Republicans yeah, have been trying saying, to get rid I'm of it. I was going to say Republicans never do anything no, to no, get no, it what I'm saying is that Republicans are so mixed up in this free market obsession bullshit that they've forgotten what it means to be conservative and to appeal to the people and, and, and to appeal to things that stabilize communities... Um, they've forgotten how to do that and how to be lowercase c conservative, and that's why they lose. I that's, mean, I, 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 I'm sorry, and I would, I would agree. I mean, everything right now, so that's. I mean, they're not. I mean, that's why they're going to lose. I, 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 I would firmly agree. There have been many decisions by the Republicans that have <clears throat> confused me. Uh, the, the loathing of Obamacare. I mean. Democrats would would love to have a European style single payer yeah. system. The whole reason it was a, a big grab assery for the for the insurance companies was because that is that is what right. conservative think tanks had come up with as okay, a way no, no. for just because it was posted on the Heritage website first doesn't mean that that Republicans did more for <clears throat> Obamacare no. than taking it into Congress and passing it. Okay, no Republican like, helped pass it. Yeah. 
No, that's what okay. I'm saying. Democrats okay. took it into Congress and passed it. Just because it was posted on the Heritage website does not make it a Republican problem. And that I they came up with this insurance scheme. That's what everyone fucking throws in my face, and it drives me fucking insane. What I'm saying is, that was Democrats trying to meet Republicans in the middle. No, right? what it was was them going to the people who give them money, the insurance people, and saying, we're going to give you all the money that you ever want forever. Will you be on board with this program? Yeah! That's what that was. Fuck. Oh, we, we were trying to appeal to Republicans. We were trying to get money from insurance companies. I think that's factually false. I think the re the fact I'm that... I'm sorry, do insurance companies not lobby? Let me look up insurance companies. Let's, let's look up how, who they donate more to. Let's look up the process of the passing of Obamacare in which a hundred Republican amendments were added to the fucking bill because... They spent a year and a half in committee yes, trying to get Republicans. Yes, they had to get it passed. Okay. They didn't get anything from that. The Republicans didn't vote anything for it. It was an honest to God, good faith attempt to a craft good a bipartisan faith attempt to create a scheme that shovels money at insurance companies from congressmen. And you guys are like, they did it out of the good of their hearts. Okay, that's fine. I think that my side is a bunch of assholes, but you keep thinking that your side's a bunch of wonderful people. Um, Easy peasy, bro. <laughs> Are you a fucking Red Sox fan? I don't think we're show? wonderful. I just think, <laughs> I just think we're better than your side. <laughs> and I'm aware that all of us are assholes. Anywho... Um, I don't know. We're supposed to be talking about the, the election. election. We're talking about fucking oh, Obamacare. So, God so, damn it. So Which was the thing the so election was about. Yes. So let's, so let's, uh... No, it was about Medicaid expansion. So let's... Which was under Obamacare. Which let's under Obamacare. Obamacare. Let's no, no, me, oh, and when people say Obamacare, they're talking about the insurance We're still scam. talking about Obamacare. Well, you're, you say that when you talk about Obamacare. Medicaid expansion was a key fundamental part of making Obamacare work. That was the capitulation, was, all right, well, we're not going to do single-payer, but we'll do Medicaid expansion. People, people have been talking about Medicaid for all for fucking years before Obama. Fuck Yeah, me. that doesn't mean anybody ever got done. there. <laughs> As part of Obamacare. do it. Yeah, because... it to an insurance scheme. Anyway. Um, so let's focus on a couple individual races that are still going on right now. First one is in Georgia. Abrams versus Kemp. And Abrams versus Kemp. Kemp is no longer running his own election as of tonight. Yeah, he stepped uh, down. He stepped down as Secretary of State after Took all of this. Took to do it. After and, declaring. And that might have been confusing. Not running his own campaign. No, We're running the about, election. Yes, because yes. he was the Secretary of State. Oh my God. He's going to uh, end up winning and, it. And every and and everything that maybe could have been wiped off as coincidence, where certain voting machines weren't working or power cords weren't delivered to a voting site or whatever, maybe they were all coincidences. But it doesn't fucking matter because he was in charge of it. And so it he casts shade on everything. And, and Democrats are not going to see his probable win as legitimate. Well, and, and that's the thing. This thing's going to get uh, the pants suit off of it. For sure. Um, or at least I I, I like to go. You liked Bush v. Gore. Wait till you get to Abrams v. Right. It's um. I mean I like <laughs> to go around and, there. and snipe down stories that um are about a th uh, some dumb law that will be swatted down by a lawsuit like nothing. I like to. I mean uh, it's uh they they will clutter up the feed if you let them, and and we all post them. I'm not you know trying to be a prick, and uh, this. It's what it, it would be one of those, except he's in charge now. 
like of the states, and so it's he's a, be governor, and and, and it's and it's not like okay, and and I think in a blue state, you get some kind of bullshit where I mean you you get some shit where if you start you know acting up like Chris Christie. Everyone looks at it and 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 is like, so here's some obvious corruption. Beach picks and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's might be our new attorney general, by the way. Down south, they're a little bit better at it, or or something, or we just don't pay attention to it, or I don't know what it is. It gets, and they just get away with it. It feels like. So like, is this gonna be the time in our life when we're like, well, and then this got rigged, and then we all thought they would fix it, and then and and then they didn't. The thing is, like, in the South, they're used to that kind of chicanery. Literally from, like, slavery on. From slavery on. And then when it happens in a place like the Northeast, it's more of a shock because it's like, oh, we thought we were over this, and here it is back again. And the Christie thing is not exactly a super fair comparison because... Well, no, I meant it to be a contrast, not a comparison. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, the Bridgegate thing, that was just, like, Christy being a fucking dick. Yeah. And, I'm sorry, like, you live in that part of the country, and you fuck with any of the bridges and tunnels unnecessarily, you're gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, and he paid the price. (laughs) And he paid the price, along with all the other crap that went along with it. It's not like he rigged his own elections. It's a fucking national disgrace. Or at least created... Rigging your own election Or at least... Christy never rigged his own election. He just closed the bridge for ha And so I'm saying, even if you give Kemp the benefit of the doubt, he could have left his own fucking people in charge and resigned, and then this wouldn't have been a fucking issue. It was a dude in Ukraine that was like... Was it Yankovic? Yeah, Yankovic. This is that's what this is gonna come out to being is like a mini version of the Yankovic thing in Ukraine. Except no one's gonna fuck with it. Because Yeah, there's not gonna be an there uprising. There won't be like there's an uprising, but could. it's I mean, yeah. It's I, as close as we're gonna get here to that kind of thing happening. <laughs> that's the point I'm making. It would be considered well, no, illegitimate if it occurred in another country. Well, no, yeah. we want it to happen. We want it we, any other country the UN would be marching in and counting ballots and shit. Instead of uh, <laughs> instead of a bunch of angry people in one city overthrowing the government, what we hope happens are, are lawsuits. And it's just like, ah, <laughs> I, I'm so confident that they will happen. Does that mean that I'm wrong? Lawsuits that'll, too long lawsuits that'll run all the what way the world up to needs, our new federal judges. What the world needs are, now okay, is now, sweet, sweet who, litigation. Who used to blog for the Daily Wire. <laughs> federal judges that have never even tried a case, ever. <laughs> Didn't that guy who wrote the Bigfoot porn yes. <laughs> win his election? Yes. Those guys didn't actually get With their good no, there's a Ben Sass. No, ben Sass approves. Susan Collins approves. No, Jeff there's Blake a guy that voted in that never took a case to trial. He could not mention like basic he was arguments. A blogger. In the yeah. in the in the area of um, uh, calling shit on our own people, it I if anyone other than Trump was in office, Bill Menendez would not have won Absolutely. re-election. Corrupt politicians. You know what's a riot? is that I'm currently applying for a job in New Jersey. And for Menendez? No, 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 not for Menendez. The guy that ran against like, him. Maybe you can make some really, money, dude. He left the company that I'm applying for to run for the Senate seat to get rolled by Menendez. Uh, that's just it. I mean, because, so, yeah. That's going to be a crappy company to work another, for. Like, you get the boss come back after losing the election to Menendez. <laughs> that's going to be a shit place yeah, to work. Yeah, I'll be in a bad mood. In I might other, not take that job. In other Democratic news, what why don't you tell us, Mike, what happened to every, almost every Democrat who tacked to the center except for Joe Manchin? 
Jomanchin, the exception that uh, proves the rule, every uh, Democratic Senate candidate who tacked to the center got their butts reamed. Yo. They, uh, Donnelly, Claire, Heidkamp, they all just got, and not even like, not close. not close. It didn't come down to Kavanaugh. It didn't come down to any one thing. Wait, it it came down to the enthusiasm gap. The, the I movement. thought you said Donnelly was close. I thought I was wrong. Yeah, we thought it was going to be closer, but as those uh, ballots have come in, even from areas that we thought would be more for him, they have gonna, been pretty got, even yeah, this yeah, close. Yeah, my point stands, County. the polling sucked. <laughs> the polling in Indiana was wrong. Yeah. What happened with Porter County? Because they were like hanging out for like two days. With there was votes. some kind of bullshit that happened. I I don't know the exact. I know that they had to get like three fucking injunctions to get to the ballots, and you couldn't do those until the judge was in the courtroom, and the election's not over until the courtroom's not closed. close enough to matter. Yeah, and 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 Porter County wouldn't have. I mean, it was. It usually, was, that would be a Democratic stronghold. Not yes. hundred thousand. You get like Lake Porter, not enough to make it. Yeah. But win, but make it closer. But Lake and Porter and all of those are also reflecting a huge demographic shift that has happened across the country, and you've seen a lot of reports on this from left-leaning um, websites and, and outlets <clears throat> in an alarmist fashion. Uh, there's been a real flip in the breakdown of white men. Um, it used to be Democrats won uh, non-college educated white men by significant margins, and yes. college educated white men went for Republicans. Right. That has switched. And so these former Democratic strongholds like Lake and Porter County, where there are a lot of blue-collar whites, no longer are reliable, but the suburbs are not nearly as reliable for Republicans. Hamilton County was significantly less Republican, though still overall a majority for Braun, than it was for Trump. And we're talking by, like, the, the lead was cut in half, the margin. Yeah. That is white college-educated women, that is white college-educated men turning away from the Republican Party. Across the country, except for the South, the South is an exception, it is now that college-educated whites of both genders prefer Democrats and non-college-educated whites of both genders prefer Republicans. In the South... It's pretty even with college educated, and then overwhelmingly for Republicans with non college educated. And then on the on the other, no, you go ahead. Um, well, that I, falls I in line with a lot of what I was saying. What a lot of what I was saying on election night, where it was, with regards to the House, the gains that the de Democrats were making were suburban districts. They were flipping suburban districts. Yep. Yes, it was all suburban Ossif's districts. District. Yep. Yeah. Another thing, though that hasn't been talked as, about as much in the news is that unless they were already blue district blue districts every bernie our revolution endorsed district that ran against a, a republic uh, uh, a a established. a re established republican lost as well yeah they got and some of that was i think a misunderstanding of what it's that a lot of people thought that if we co-opted the economic populism of Trump, which is not really a policy outline, it's just kind of like a... A way you talk. Yeah, it's a way you talk that somehow that would win back those voters. But if you have... Again, it's the cultural divide. It, it doesn't matter. The policy is not what's driving a lot of these electoral decisions. It's about identity. It's about culture. And it doesn't matter if you're saying the things that we want if you're not one of us, it doesn't fucking matter. 
It doesn't fucking matter. And so, yeah, like in Nebraska, and some of this, yeah, you're running your super progressive on a populist campaign in fucking Nebraska. What the hell did you expect? I don't, I don't know why people were surprised. And some of these House elections that people, like, Democrats were, there was a large segment of the Democratic base that obviously did not pay any fucking attention to the polling heading in because they were just, they were devastated that Trey Hollingsworth, who never had less than like a 15% fucking lead, somehow won re-election. Yes. It sucks. People were amped about Liz Watson. And Liz Watson was a, was and, a fair kind of candidate. Reason, just... And the reason why I think there's this not more exuberant happiness from Democrats right now is because in a lot of those widely publicized kind of morale races, whether it's Beto in Texas or, yeah, someone like Liz Watson in Indiana, we lost all of those. Yes. and But most of those we were lost long the shots to begin with. We lost the high-profile race. We lost the high-profile races. We still, Democrats still won big on yeah, Tuesday night. The Democrats won <laughs> Staten fucking Island, yeah. right? That's been like a GOP stronghold yes. for so, years. And so, they won the first in South Carolina, which is nuts, but that's nuts. Charleston. So I'd like so. to ask you, Casey, what would it take? Because I know that you're a Republican who voted Donnelly. What would it take for a Democrat to win in Indiana in 2018 or in 2020? Statewide. For gas to be over $3 a gallon. For an economic crisis? I stopped and got gas the night before the election, and it was two fucking forty. Now, do you know why it was two forty? Because Trump uh, had a uh, an alternate print. We talked about this in the last show. Trump had an alternate prince flying from London to the Saudis yes. to remind the prince... Who was in charge? Right now, um, this all sounds like tinfoil hat stuff until you look at the sequence of events and how one happens, and then the price of gas goes down. Because I remember, I don't remember what the Obama pulled the same stuff. Oh, he did the same stuff, and um, I, I remember uh, earlier this year, uh, or just a few months, just just a month or so ago, and it, and it was while um, while the crown prince was being a prick all of a sudden, to, to Trump, and it was surprising everyone, uh, the prices went up. Yeah. And, and I noticed, and, and I always correlate these things, because they always fucking correlate. Every time I read about it, I go to the gas station, the price goes up. I mean, that's the Saudis. That, that, that's that, what they do. That's what they do. And, oh, and that's also the, uh, what, the, 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 the speculators. They, 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 right. they do that uh, to us, too, and fuck them for it. But, um, yeah, it's more the speculators than anything. And then, um, so, uh, so you know, Trump reminded the crown prince who was boss, and then gas went down to 240, and then there is no reason to vote for Joe Donnelly, really, because these Republicans are apparently doing a bang-up job. Like, and, and that's a point that Mike made. That um, that I just really like to repeat with that bit about the gas. Yeah, the, I mean, the, just, the economy is benign. The and fundamentals. Therefore, the fundamentals hold. And and I mean, I did like a seven or eight point uh, post mortem from a liberal perspective in rainbows about what I thought the Democratic takeaways from this were. But but real quick, I do want to also say I think another reason Democrats are super bummed is not realizing that Republicans were going to come back home. So early polling in late 2017, early 2018, showed these, these absurd leads, just like they were showing in the 2016 race. That, that, that I mean, uh, it's going to be enormous. And then Republicans went home, because that's what happens. Parties, people go back to their, their, 
the people they know. When we talk about identity, this isn't like isolated, you know, uh, 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 hilljack or whatever, sitting at home no. by himself in a void, deciding, ah, I hate them damn uh, black peoples That's and all me. that. I'm, I'm so, I thought you were going to end that statement with Democrats, damn it. <laughs> but, no, but it's, it's communities. It's the people you talk to. Yeah. The people, you know, just as it would be really awkward in my friend group if all of a sudden I was like, we need to cut the damn taxes. We got to kick all the damn illegals out. It would be very awkward in small town Indiana if someone was like, you know what? We need to pass that Obamacare. equal rights amendment for, for, for women. Uh, and, and, yeah, it... it it's I'm people. sorry, when did the Equal Rights Amendment for Women be, become the Democratic analog for Republicans, let's kick out the black people? Uh, I said illegals. I said kick out the illegals. RBG. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with the RGB. The RBG. Any other final thoughts in? on the election before we move on did to we even talk about our next thing? We talk about the election? That was all about the election. I mean, I, I really do think that the fundamentals hold. Trump and Obama were unique candidates and people thought that the things that happened were because they were unique candidates. The fundamentals during 2016 were that a Republican Republicans should make gains, a Republican generic Republican would win. The fundamentals in fucking 2008 were that anybody with a donkey pin was going to win fucking president and yeah. Democrats were going to make big gains. Yeah. It happened to be that the individuals that were nominated were very unique symbols of the politics at the time uh -huh. but the basics are trump's a republican president when the economy's doing well honestly republic uh republicans way underperformed what they should have done because trump's kind of a dick not kind of a dick trump's a giant dick yeah and um you know maybe democrats be understated mike be understated yes democrats slightly overperformed in 2008 because of the enthusiasm for our first African-American president. I, mean, yep. I think we can count the if those. If it sounds like I've been somewhat quiet on this, and, and even um, Alan, it's because this has been a very Hegelian dynamic uh, uh, podcast. And to hash that out a bit, what I'm talking about is uh, 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 tides and forces, or I'm not saying the right word, but um, rather than great men uh, moving the switches here, um, I, I am aware that both happen. I prefer Great Man History because it's a better story. And you know me, I like a good story. Um, and, 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 and Newman here, um, he wouldn't come out and say it, but uh, he tells a great story. And, and that's... Uh, it's, but this is all about, this is what would happen no matter what the fuck. Like, that, that's what this election feels like. Um, Trump gets everyone riled up. But in the same proportion. But, but Trump is there were. because of, of forces, not yeah. because of Trump. And one other thing I want to bring up real quick before we wrap this one up is that look at the early voting for the Democrats versus the late day of voting for the Republicans. So it seems like the way the narrative is playing out right now is that if you want a big Democrat turnout, you've got to get them on the early voting. And if you want the Republican turnout, you've got to get them day of. Mm -hmm. And that's what we saw. We, we've seen it in Florida with the Senate election and the governor election where it looked great for the Democrats early on. And it's and a toss-up. They have turned, showed up, and then all these districts went see it Trump. In Texas. And frankly, between Texas and Florida, if you break down those counties, the Republicans are doing just as well as Trump did in those areas in 2000. 
Okay, all right. That's and my nice final one. thought okay. is that presidents are going to campaign in Texas in 2020. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. We're, we're going to talk about Sessions next. Yeah. Our next fun. thing. All right. This is uh, when we come back. Jeff Sessions. Out. Hey, do you ever listen to the podcast and think, those fucking idiots left out the most important part? Or you catch us in a factual error? Or maybe you just want to ask us a question or say what's on your mind about the news. You can do it. In the Anchor app, you can go to our profile or listen to the podcast in it. At any time, you can press the message button and record about a two-minute message for us. If it's just you swearing at us and calling us idiots, we probably won't put it in the next show. But if you have some good insight or a question for us, chances are it'll make it into the next episode. So again, download the Anchor app. It's free in Apple or Android uh, app stores. And then just record a message and send it to us. It's that easy. Just look for the domestic edition profile. So now we're going to talk about Hef Sessions. Oh, Big Hefe. Um, we're back. We're back to domestic edition. I guess we don't need to do this whole introduction because to you it hasn't been... Uh, it's been a, a few a seconds of musical break. interlude, yes. Yeah. Um, so what's our next topic? <laughs> Is it Wilson Fisk Jr.? Nice. <laughs> the the new acting attorney general. So why don't you give also, us a rundown? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, well, I mean, as soon as uh, the election was over, and it was like first thing the next morning, uh, Jeff Sessions had quit his job. By quit. Trump's request. Yes. And uh, I remember when Lakeman made the post, it hit me that I've been saying in the second two years of this term, dot, 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 for so many fucking things. And here we are. And this was the first one. And it and it went and happened within hours of the election, which was very fun. And you and you at home know that uh, that uh, Sessions has been troubled. Uh, his his uh, attorney generalship. Uh, he doesn't get along with the president. He clashes with the president on weed policy, which we all know. Uh, but he also um, clashes with the president on being actually Trump a, doesn't have a weed Trump doesn't ethical. Have, yeah, you can't. It's it's oh, okay. it's Jeff's ethical position, and and look, I That's Trump recused himself there. from the Russian investigation because he was involved in the campaign, and so Trump's very mad about that because he thinks Sessions recused because himself. He, I'm sorry, I th- I because think Trump thinks that. His attorney general should act as his personal lawyer. Yes, and and that comes to uh, a point that um, I was pleased uh, to have made uh, in in the group, and and Mike made during the group and uh, during the break, and I'm going to steal from him. Uh, uh, where Jeff Sessions, say what you will with him, you can try to talk about uh, his furthering of institutional. Racial prejudice, or, or, or the drug war, or this, or that, or the other. The man is a class act. And uh, if you think it's not classy to oppress peasants and not curse, then you don't, nothing, you don't know nothing about class. He's an old-timey gentleman. He, he is an His old His middle school... name is Beauregard. <laughs> Jeff is... Beauregard Sessions. That tells you all you need to know. Jeff is from the group of senators that still believed in the Senate as an institution, that believed in institutions in general... Um, I do think liberals and, and Democrats will um, 
eventually miss him because I don't think whoever replaces him Casual is going to be as ethical. Um, he's just, uh, you know, he. I think Sessions legitimately tried to do what he thought was the right thing. I just have wildly different beliefs in general about what the right thing is, but he was ethical in recusing himself, and I don't think the next Attorney General will because I think that's going to be pretty much the defining the question Trump asks. <laughs> Whitaker, as, as, much, as, gonna, I, as yeah. much as I agree with you, um, one thing I will, I, I do want to point out is that with what Trump is doing now versus what Nixon did in the massacre, Mm-hmm. It are two radically different things. Absolutely. Because what did Nick? What was Nixon's thing? Nixon's problem in the massacre was he fired everyone at once. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trump is spreading it out. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna hire somebody. Uh, my my. Uh, there's a. He's gonna do a million stupid things in between every firing that'll keep the news cycle bouncing around. The the conspiracy about Whitaker is he's the hatchet man. His entire job is to. Fuck up the Mueller investigation, and then he'll be replaced by somebody who will have clean hands because they did fuck up the Mueller investigation. Trump could even fire him ostensibly for <laughs> fucking with the Mueller investigation. If he yeah, it wouldn't fucking surprise me for optics. Yeah, and um, what's the what's the limit on it? I think he can serve for like nine months or something like that. They they have to the have same an way he pick. fired Comey. For being unfair to Hillary Clinton, yes. which is what led to the investigation <laughs> in the first place. Now Trump being Trump. He will probably then eventually have an on-air interview with Lester Holt in which he admits that he just fired him because his whole job was to fuck with Mueller because that's what happened with Comey. But it doesn't matter because we all live by our own truths now. Yes, yes, we do live by our own truth. Live your own truth. Um, well, there's what his staff says and there's the actual reasons he does shit. And I I, I think the, the viewer at home, the, the Republican Trump hat-wearing guy... Um, he, 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 you, he may not know uh, too much about climate change, but I think he guesses the Trump's real reasoning all the time and agrees with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, his, his core supporters don't give a fuck. I didn't like his face, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. On the lips. It's, it's, um, so, now, the question is going to be, will this happen before... The Democrats get sworn into the House because the big the big issue is, you know, Whitaker could block the Mueller report from ever getting to Congress in theory. Um, But we all know that if that happens, a leak will have somehow an envelope full of 700 pages is going to because if there's important information in the Mueller report, the people behind the Mueller report are going to risk going to jail to get this important information out. And this is exactly why we talked about last week the Watergate roadmap. Because <clears throat> under Watergate, the problem that Archibald Cox and Jaworski ran into was that they realized that they had to get this information to Congress somehow. They realized that there was the issue of can you indict a sitting president? And in that case, the judge ruled that it was... Even though the grand jury testimony is supposed to be sealed, the judge ruled that that testimony and all that evidence could be used in other investigations. And that sets your litmus test. So, theoretically, if Mueller has all the evidence or has enough evidence and he gets the judge that's presiding over the grand jury to sign off on it, he can just take all that evidence and kick it to the house. Do we know that judge? I, mean, I don't want to stop and look it over 20 minutes. But I, I don't know who it, that is. And if be, it happens in the, January... But the precedent is already there. Yeah. If it, if it happens in January, that matters. <clears throat> if it happens before then... 
And that's it's why you're seeing more guys doing that. Running it, and it's all just going to get buried. Say what you will of uh, Republican federal judge appointees. Once they are appointed, the magical thing about appointment is that they can turn around and flip off whoever appointed them. And generally, these guys did come up through the system. Generally. And and if there is a Republican sitting in that seat, that's what I'm getting at, is he probably will look at the precedent that uh, Newman's describing yeah. and be like, well, this is how it is. Typically, they're going to follow precedent. And honestly, if you go back and look at like all the guys that Reagan appointed, he thought they were going to be stalwarts on the right for so many years. Sandra Day O'Connor, Kennedy. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think the Federalist Society has done a good job of grooming uh, politicians to have an originalist uh, interpretation of the Constitution. They have not groomed them to be stalwart partisans who will allow the president to be a corrupt whatever the shit. And like, they still believe in the rule of law. And God bless the Federal Society for that. They do, they do believe in the rule of law, so I think if it comes to that, that, it's just getting... What's in the report? We have no fucking clue. I personally don't think that there's going to be anything impeachable in it, but I do think there will there could be indictments for, oh, say, the junior Trumps or something. No, no. Goosebumps. There's yeah. absolutely impeachable stuff in there. And when you've got the president... You can lie about a blowjob. Well, you've, you've, got, you've got the president as an unindicted co-conspirator in the case against uh, Cohen. Yeah. That right there is enough. That's what Nixon was. That's well, where the term unin- let's unindicted not co-conspirator that, comes from. Uh, where Cohen said a candidate for president, president. advised we, me we to keep do talking this. Of, we keep talking about the, the impeachment in, in legalistic terms. And it's one ought a, to. And one ought to. But it's not a legal mechanism. But it, it, is, is, a, it is a political process. And uh, you have to embrace that uh, in order to get it accomplished. When because I s- it's about getting people to show up together and say and vote... This fucker did this thing, and in an impeachable offense doesn't have to pass. Doesn't even have to pass in a court. You don't. Yeah, you don't have to commit a crime to be impeached. So as long as enough people vote for it. Now, uh, do we have? Not going to happen. You need two thirds. Yes, and that's yeah. (laughs) Unless there is like video of Donald Trump sucking Vladimir Putin's cock. Even then, at this point. What, right. Well, this, think, that's what I say I by not impeachable. I, I think mean, that it's... I don't fucking know. I think it's totally pa- plausible that you would get... You know, and this goes back to... The house no, I'm saying they do it out of prejudice rather than actually for political reasons. We are too polarized now for a president you to can, ever be thrown no, out of no, office. No, no, Will not fucking happen. You, you'll get charged. I think you can get charges. You can get the House yeah. coming together and saying, okay, we have charges, we're bringing charges. But... When it comes down to it, who's the judge? Chief Justice Supreme Court, right? Mm-hmm. In an impeachment trial, who's the jury? It's the Senate. The Senate is never, ever, no. ever going too polarized. But you will get you will get the same dog and pony show you got with Nixon back in '74. You're going to get the same dog and pony show you got with Clinton back in '98. Where you might be able to get a, a and it, resignation, and it might be enough to force a resignation Beach. from Trump. It might Never. be, a, it, or it might be enough to swing an election the next that's, time around. That's 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 might elections. be enough to screw with the Democrat or the Republican primary for president. Here's the bottom line: for the past two years, per their own interests, Republicans in Congress mm-hmm. have shielded have shielded the president and not really pushed pushed. Hard on no investigations and haven't released anything to the public besides what leaks. That those days, those are, days done. are over. I think so day one we'll see. We're actually 
Just as an American citizen, I am interested to know what possible crimes my president has committed and or is committing. Well, and this will play into the measure of how tempered will the Democrats in the House be. Because if they just go in launching every investigation ever and they start... I mean, there is a limit that they could abuse the subpoena power. Here's what I'm going to say Nance about this. Nancy's too savvy for that. That's and, exactly and I don't right. think that's going to happen. Pe- but it is still hate, a possibility. People hate Pelosi for a variety of reasons. People hate Pelosi for a ver- variety of reasons, and that's fine. She's not going to fuck this up. I think, I think day one... Not not even day one. I think the first time the president tries to fuck with them, tries to force something through, they subpoena the tax returns. And that's it. No, that, they're, that, not that that no they're, not even, they're not even waiting for it. It's ready to go. And and that that by itself will be its own cudgel. It'll be a it'll be a circus will, in the media for months on end, just those Fucking tax. It will be so rich, it's going to take so long to go through. This is going to drip, 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 drip. And and this is what it's going to be, is that you can't win an impeachment trial and you've lost the Senate, but you can get death by a thousand blades. Yeah. We saw it with Hillary in 2016. Now, it's going to have to be very measured from the Democratic side because they can't just go after everything. But you can do a couple of specified, specific investigations against things like the tax returns, annulments... You know, you can go on, and you pick a couple of three or four investigations like that, and you let a couple of House committees run wild, and you can bleed oh, that yeah, administration. You can, you, can, you can not only bleed the administration, but if you think like Nancy thinks, you can get shit you want out of this. Yes. Because you can blackmail the president. Yeah. Yeah. And Essentially, I think... Now, that legally, won't happen because the Dems don't have the nuts to do it. I don't know. Na- Nancy, no, don't. Nancy's a cold customer. I would not fuck with that woman at all. She's, she's, she's a small bats in her office. Dude, she's a cold customer, but we're talking about a party that's been dicked over by McConnell for how long? And then we keep showing up and being like, well, we're going to talk about partisan. No, fuck partisan. Dude, she, she had to say that. I don't think she's a Schumer type, though. The no. I, see, yeah, no, she I don't t- see she her can, doing that. She can I think she Everybody speech. knows that Pelosi's dick is bigger than Schumer's. <laughs> well, that's because Schumer is a pussy. A pussy. Yeah. Um, but Nancy, I, I, I don't know exactly. I think that we could get an infrastructure bill. I McConnell, think we could get immigration what reform. Would that um, even be? McConnell gives the speech about bipartisanship and then slits her throats. Right. Nancy's the same type of person. Yes. Which is why you want professional fucking politicians because they know how to do this shit. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's the thing. You don't want them or you, you, they just happen and you have to build a system that contains them. You, you, That's... You need them to get things They're done. They're going to happen no matter what. You need the dirty, slimy motherfucker who gets the deal cut especially so that government in, can function. Especially in this day and age. Yes. And I'm not, I don't know if Nancy's slimy. I know that she is really good at fucking politics and raising money. I, I mean, I observed today, it seems like she's the only one that knows how to run a meeting. I she's, think that's why she's in charge, really. Because the rest of these chuckles, Ryan... I don't think Ryan knew how to like sit in front of a gaggle of people and tell them to sit down and listen. No, Ryan. What Ryan knew how to do was to say no to Obama. Yeah, that's, that's all he knew. Easy. That's Ryan. easy, and that's all Nancy has to do now. Ryan yeah. was the worst possible Republican Speaker of the House for Donald Trump because Ryan is a policy wonk mm-hmm. who 
is a true believer in small c conservatism, and Donald Trump could give a shit about small c conservatism. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about anything. So, <laughs> well, he was a true believer, and I liked that about him, and I wanted other things to be good about him. <laughs> uh, let me let me let me say that as politely as I possibly right. can. No, I get that. He he was I not really, a leader of men. No, yeah. I mean, look at him. Crafting policy is hard. Good. Crafting policy is hard, and getting a a in this day and age, especially getting a, a house majority to vote on anything, is difficult. Which is again one of Nancy's superpowers. She, she managed to get them to pass cli- the the carbon tax, knowing it would cost House members their seats. She still got them arranged. She is it. a lizard person through and through. The definition of oh, but it's still my heart. It, it, but uh, she. Will get wins in this yes. next two years. Nancy Pelosi via passing via passing. <laughs> no, 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 because she's, she's too politically talking. No, I know, I know, I, but, I, I she's, but she's worse through, than Clinton. Over, the, over budgets over the next two years and every procedural thing that needs okay. to pass, she will win. What you guys are telling me right now, so far as I can hear, is um, uh, Pelosi's days are numbered. And, uh, but... She's politically toxic. But, but like, like Moses, uh, wandering through the desert... She will uh, keep being Pelosi she, she, until she's, she dies. She's, she's doomed. She will get her people to the promised land she's, and then be... Well, she's doomed, so she's got to get some shit done right now. Yes. And now's the yeah. time to have that unpopular leader to accomplish all these things on their way out. And then you out. can sacrifice them And, then, the and then you sacrifice and them and bring in mean, popular. And and the only people she's beholden to are the people within her district. Yeah, that's that's Nancy. Nice about that. yep. Nancy. We can all hate on her all we want, but we don't live in her district. No, Nancy. Oh man, I do love that about the house. Nancy's also somebody who fucking gets it, and when she's set aside, she she is someone who would, she'll see the writing on the wall. She just won't run for speakership after the, oh, the yeah, two she, years she's done. She wouldn't embarrass herself. In twenty twenty, she'll step down, and we'll have well, a nasty fight over who the next. Democratic They're speaker will be already having a meeting Maybe. tonight. She had called a meeting tonight about Theron. You posted it uh, uh, about Sessions being fired. About Sessions being fired. And she's going to talk to all every single House member, and I guarantee you they get the new House members in on that phone call. You can, and she's going to say, "Here's how this is going to go. This is what we're doing, and you will not fuck me on this." Because and no one will fuck her on it. Because Nancy is where <laughs> half of their money comes from. Nancy okay. will just say, "Real quick, guys. I mean, that's that that." Sorry, I, I love, me and Mike I love are the tone. Off over no, 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 I, I love, I love the tone. I love, I, I love the, the myth of the character. Shot. I love the Bill Brasky going on right now. But you are literally talking about the exact kind of practices that go on in the Republican Party that, that piss we, you off so much. Absolutely. But here we are. Here we it's are. our time, motherfucker. <laughs> well, this is, this is always the thing, right? You act shitty, the other party acts shitty back. Oh, and, yeah. like, exactly. I, I personally have never been a huge fan of, like... No, Mike talking like this surprises to, me more it, than anything. Because Mike wants consensus and functioning government. But in 2018, it's like... Too bad, motherfuckers. This shit's over. Kavanaugh fucking radicalized me, man. I couldn't fucking handle that bullshit. 
No, you're no, you're fucking done. I don't give a shit. We're burning you to the fucking ground. It doesn't fucking matter. And you're gonna do the same thing to us in four or eight years, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do it all over again. It was the realization for me that it wasn't about policy. When I realized no. that there wasn't like a policy... we there's no possible policy Democrats could put forth. Democrats could say we're for a twenty percent ice cream day, right? <laughs> Free ice cream day, and it's a fucking liberal conspiracy to <laughs> tell us what to eat. I'm sorry if you told me y'all fuckers were giving me free ice cream, I'd worry about it. You say that now. Exactly. You say that now. Exactly. Until Trump does free ice cream, well, you'll be like, it's not so bad. Well, and so I will all be like, fuck you well, and your and ice cream. We came up with the first. <laughs> Why is well, trying to make us get diabetes? Let's be honest here. Uh, uh, I think mic. Newman made this point, uh, and, and then we all started shouting at him. Newman makes a lot of once, points. Once the ice cream got in front of me, I would fucking eat it. <laughs> no <laughs> matter who put it there. Much as once the Medicaid was there. No matter who put it in front of me, I'd eat it. And you still hate him for giving it to you, but you're going to eat it. No, it's going to be... Uh, we'll see what happens with the prolonged... Stupid Saturday Night Massacre that is probably yes. oh my just God. the judicial. Oh, I, I, uh, I hate to go. I hate to go on on a tangent and go back here, but let's do but, it. But I just had like a realization about the that whole. I'm fucking right. No, because I usually am about the, everything. About the whole <laughs> like conservative uh, uh, gut reaction against the welfare state and government money and all that. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'm sorry, I'm going to build this up too much for how much it's going to affect you, the listener. Oh, it's going to be like a Tuesday it. night. <laughs> it's going to be like anything else. But uh, the, the difference between a program like, uh, say, unemployment long to, uh, uh, or disability and, and or, okay, let's just say unemployment and uh, health care, um, we, we, uh, I, I should hope a real lowercase c conservative should be able to look at something that stabilizes a community um, uh, versus something that, according to us, theoretically, um, encourages joblessness. Um, like, government money isn't the problem, it's, it's, it's what program it goes into. I j I'm sorry, that just hit me, I, and, I mean, and, and I felt, I felt pretty cool to me, at least. The, the long, the, the conservative opposition to long-term unemployment makes sense to me. Like, I, I totally course, understand well, it. I don't necessarily... It's everybody gets it, it's just it gets lost in the... Right. Short-term unemployment, again, stabilizes communities, because if the oh, fucking course. factory leaves, people it still need to feed. Right. Yeah, right. Um, but the problem yeah. is, and where we, we, the rubber hits the road on long-term, is like, that factory ain't coming back. Yeah, and so, so over you get years, you get people moving to cities and blah blah yeah. blah. And and yeah. and and you have long term unemployment for the people who just Stay. don't no. leave. And okay, okay. And I took yeah. this off in the weeds, and I'm going to let you guys have the last words on that. So and anything then... else on Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions? Or the Justice Department General Christy. Mueller? Can we uh, like? Did we... Christy Kovac is another contender. Oh, Kovac is a punk ass bitch. Like, he sucks. He he's the ideal Trump yeah, guy. He sucks. Yeah, he's choking <laughs> on Trump's dong. Who's Kovac? Kovac was the former from governor Kansas, of Kansas. Former governor of Kansas. He, he ran the election commission. Immigration. Oh, yeah. Guy. Remember, remember yeah, the whole I thing about the, the election fraudulent voting and all that. That oh, was Kovac. They didn't even make that point. That was a great moment for democratic state rights, and I'm talking about. Capital D Democrat. Because all these Democrats stood up for their state and said, fuck you and your electoral commission. Not just Democrats. Republicans were like, from their state. From their state. Our lady here in Indiana, she was like, no, we run our own elections here in Indiana. She was also the one that was like, we're going to expand satellite voting and that kind of stuff. And our attorney general was like, 
Well, Curtis. I don't know about that. Curtis. Whatever, dude. You're a fucking rapist, Curtis. Yeah, Shut the say, fuck up. Okay, he's a fondler. Can we keep that the fondler? That's true. Fondler. Marcel was busy grabbing ass. He wasn't busy giving speeches. There you go. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. <laughs> I take that back. Curtis was never accused of rape. He was only accused of grab ass. fondling people. He's a grab ass. <laughs> he's not a rapist. No, but, uh, he's a okay, there is the difference. Okay, so Kobach. Okay, Kobach. But, uh, but uh, Newman tried to bring up Christie. That came up today. He interviewed for the job today, did he not? He went to the White House. He allegedly was interviewing for the job. Um, honestly, honestly, this is just straight up going to be a dry hump from Trump. Like, he's just dragging Christie along by the balls. Uh, <laughs> he's been doing that since 2015. Chris, Chris likes torturing. Well, him. all right. Aside from the vulgarity, Christie was on board with Trump from day one, just as much as Sessions was. And the big jilt was that Christie did not get Attorney General because exactly. Christie was actually probably the one that was most qualified to be Attorney General. And he I wrote that point all day decent, during the election. He, he had may been. have been a decent Attorney General. His entire he was a federal, presidency he was, was a federal prosecutor for the Southern District of New York. Mm hmm. Yeah. He knows oh, the yeah. law. He is a lawyer by trade. He's, he's a man of the law, as Charlie would Also, say. he's a man of the law. Also, he knows his bird law. But, but, bird he law. Doesn't, but he doesn't seem quite racist enough, and so they hire <laughs> Well, oh. he's, and that's the thing. That's <laughs> Mike's got his hand raised over here. Go ahead. My favorite part of all of this is that the biggest brown-nosing pussy in all of Washington is not going to get it, and he has been interviewing for it since... <laughs> Trump. Three, four fucking Since years. Since Trump fucking got inaugurated. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Lindsey Graham has got his tongue so far up Donald Trump's butthole that that's all he can taste, and he's not going to get it. And Lindsey Graham... Last, 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 summer, last summer, Lindsey Graham said, if he fires Sessions, there's going to be hell to pay. Well, and, and here's the thing, too. Is now that, he's like, boop, boop. And this is... <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> yeah. Boop, boop. boop, boop. boop, boop. I'm sorry, no, no, did Lindsay actually react to No, no. But let me, let me finish this thought. Hold on, let me finish this thought. And that's what drives me nuts about Trump, is that you have Chris Christie, who might actually be qualified for the position, or you have Lindsey Graham, who is probably more supremely qualified for the position than Chris Christie is, <laughs> and Donald Trump is going to fucking dry hump both of them and give both of them blue balls, <laughs> and then he's going to give it to Chris and he's gonna pick Chris Kobach or some fucking wingding from fucking Oklahoma. No, he might fix. He might pick a Fox News anchor at this point. Yeah, it's gonna be Shepard Smith. No, 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 no. Sean Hannity. No, it'll be Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity will be the new attorney general. Attorney General. Sean Hannity, who campaigned with him on election. Oh my God, we we had. Oh, that actually happened. Which he got you can talk shit about MSNBC. I never did that shit. I know. They got on stage with the motherfucker. Well, no, that was one of those lines that gets crossed. I love a real line getting crossed when somebody posts about that because people, like, they build something up into a figurative line getting crossed every fucking day of the week. This was a real line getting crossed, and everyone saw it. Oh, that was fun. I have thoughts. The Uh, meld officially happened. As As a a journalist. As a journalist. (laughs) A, don't ever lock me in with this as this fucking shithole. Because he's not a journalist. Sean Sean Hannity is a punt. He's a punt. And pretending that he does anything remotely like journalism is a supreme insult to to the notion of journalism. Khashoggi did not die so that Sean Hannity could fucking show up at a Trump rally the day of the election. Exactly. And call everybody in the back, 
you are all fake news. The His fucking colleagues were back there because the, the issue the is that The real Fox, Fox News reporters were back there. Fox News has news in its title. Oh, we yeah. know that 80% of their programming is commentary. But the fact that one of their employees oh, yeah. campaigned for the sitting president oh, yeah. in a Senate race how, is fucking disgusting. How many how many delegitimizes them? Hold on. How many NS, MSNBC people got fucking rolled? Not because they were campaigning, but because they either gave money yep. or they openly, outside of working on the network, publicly voiced yeah. support for well, a they candidate. They changed the fucking idiot. slogan of the network to lean forward or, during campaign No, 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 no. Skip that part. <laughs> okay, the, I will. No I'm, no, I'm talking about straight up those guys getting rolled yeah. for doing shit that was way more minor than what Hannity and... J Piro did. No, no, I get you. Um, it's and one they're of the, not catching half I think the shit. This goes right to the heart. Oh man, this goes right to the heart of. Um, oh God, please! I know you're gonna roll your eyes, but uh, this goes right to the heart of of what Trump does versus like uh, Clinton Foundation stuff, where uh, you say all this stuff to me and it's all like 100% bang on right. Tin foil and, 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 hat. Tinfoil hat. But uh, these fucking, uh, these, uh, but like, I just hear, well, our guys know how to do it right. That's, that's all, all I right. hear. Here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say. Well, say, say it. That's what I was going to say, you dumb bitch. I will say. No, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. As far as, as far as blowback and shit for that, it's the same thing as the caravan. It's the same thing as everything. There is a liberal bias in media in general. Which we all know. But there is a horrendous... Conservatives control what is news and what is not news. Yes. Hmm, yeah, these days they do. is news. Sean Hannity campaigning... For the president is not news. A throw a throwaway joke by an SNL member about a minor Texas. Uh, Hillary, with an iPad. Okay, how much Hillary, Hillary's, Trump which was a, it was a they, shitty joke. Hillary's, it was a bad joke. It was a bad joke. Hillary's emails are news. China yes. openly saying, "Oh yeah, we see everything the president does on his phone is not, not news. news." Conservatives drive the news cycle, and it's because liberals are overly credulous. And there is yeah. liberal, there is still liberal bias in media because most reporters and writers are liberals. Well, you no, guys don't trust us for shit. We still try to. Well, no, trust. you guys are the pool. We're making waves in it. Like that. That is the like. That's if, a, if you that's guys, a good that's a good if, metaphor. If, if Democrats are literally ninety percent of media staff employees, which I'm not making that up. But you um, determine what they talk about. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Uh, anyhow... Where's the caravan? Where, where's it at? I need Two months away! That, that I totally the get. made him walk. The irritation over Doesn't that, matter. but also at the same time, like, the day after the election was mostly going to be about the fucking election. Dude, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's hey, true. mark my words. Oh, we're never going to hear about it again. Oh, until they get okay, we, all, we all pull the, well, nobody's talking about this card when we know why no one's talking. It's right. very obvious. <laughs> I'm, 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 again, anyway, I'm being overly Any credulous. final thoughts on Jeff Sessions before we oh. move on to our final bullshit segment? Well, uh, Lindsey Lindsey Graham, he um he was a, 
He was like a, 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 a he was, he was a, somewhat, a never Trump Republican. He was a, a somewhat respected figure on DE. Yeah, he had Mark he had Mark Johnson yeah. uh, fanboy a little bit. Well, the, yeah, when he ever was since the iPhone thing. When he was the principled uh, with McCain, like this guy is right. not a Republican. Right. We don't right. like him. Um, when, and the thing Graham, that makes him so despicable is how quickly he tucked his tail up oh, yeah. between his legs that's and a, was just like rub my belly. That's the problem with Graham. Is that every once in a while Graham spouts out something that might actually be relatively rational and makes sense. Yeah. Like it throws you like Theron said back to 2017. Graham says, "Well, you know, if Trump is going to fire Jeff Sessions, that's a line in the sand." And he doesn't follow. Well, him. that line in the sand fucking showed He's up. Changed. And where were you? He's changed since and, 2017, and it's He's hilarious changed over the last 12 months to complete Trump toady. Well, and go back to how he go back to how Graham behaved in the Kavanaugh hearings. All of us sat there and was like, "Okay, wow." He's gunning for AG. He wants to be AG. Yes. He's gonna be AG. Okay, but let us, okay, you say that um, it's only been hours since he found out he wasn't gonna get that job, uh, or, or hasn't even found that out yet. He hasn't yeah. found it out yet. He's not pissed yet. No, and he's probably not. I mean, he's not gonna. Maybe be pissed he will since... get pissed. Maybe maybe it'll be next week. Because it's Lindsey Graham for he's re-election. Playing... Graham next round, I think. Twenty twenty. Yeah, I think he's twenty. I don't. I don't remember. But I don't think he's playing this hard. It's one thing going along with Trump if you're in a red district. It's just, it's fun, it's just fun to watch Lindsey Graham get blue No, I get that. I the understand thing, entirely. There's Probably something beyond me. electoral shit that Lindsey Graham is thinking about. I'm just... The, wa- the thing that offends me the most of all of it is after John McCain died, his ostensible best friend, mm-hmm. Lindsey wouldn't even push back vocally against the president's shit talking of McCain after he died. That's yeah. because Lindsey and when a we talk about when we talk about symbolic mores and norms, standing up for your dead fucking best friend, yeah. whether you've got a job on the line. And wasn't Lindsey Graham yeah. a jag lawyer? Like they're that fucking, I don't remember. They yeah, were, they Lindsey were, Graham was a jag lawyer. They're fucking Navy bros. They are fucking. <laughs> they were tight. Like Lindsey Graham wept when John McCain died. Absolutely on on national TV, but did not have the fucking cojones. To tell Trump to shut the fuck up. Well, and and I think the problem nowadays is is a guy like You're Graham right. doesn't see that as like the real him that needs to come out and do that. The fact that he wept in private is good enough for him, and he doesn't need to demonstrate <clears throat> that in public life. And I think that that is uh, a dangerous symptom across uh, our political system. That By the way, is about, I agree. Real quick, fact check for the record: Graham is up in twenty twenty. All right. Okay. And I say I'm 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 gonna call it now, um, so that I can be right or wrong later. He's gonna get pissed once he finds out he doesn't get this job. Once he actually knows yeah, he's yeah, not gonna Graham get. Graham won't get ag, and Graham will still be. Graham probably fucking, knows he won't. He get probably AG. knows he won't get it, and he'll just hang out in the Senate and do what Lindsey Graham does. No, Trump he wants like, Pompeo. Trump, Trump likes him. Trump likes Graham doing what he's doing. Honestly, Trump Senate. needs oh, Graham in the Senate. Nothing gets Trump off more <laughs> than getting one of his enemies to, to fucking to dance and yeah. sing his lip. That is, that is, his, his I, I swear, he tunes up those Fox News segments and he fucking jacks off. That's what he does because <laughs> yeah. that is his fucking kink. Oh, That's yeah. so yeah. right, dude. All right, so we're going to come back for one more, like, roundabout session where we talk about Acosta and Trump's love fest. Oh, all the fun, all the fun <laughs> stories. And we're back. Darren, what are we talking about? Um, so, Jim Acosta, who is a... Rep- 
reporter for CNN. CNN. White House. He's a White House pool reporter. A House pool reporter, so he goes to the once a month or two press conferences that they actually hold. Um, He's regularly gotten into it with Trump. Trump hates him. Well, Trump hates the entire organization. Love hates them because he loves them and yet he hates them. But um, he plays them like a fucking violin. I mean, it's a mutual relationship. Yeah. Um, Like the Times. But uh, the Times less so than CNN, but still, you're right. Anyway, Acosta was asking... The president came out yesterday and uh, post-election gave out a... You know, one of the few big press conferences that he has done in his presidency where he answered questions for like an hour and a half. Um, Which has been so rare. So rare. Yeah, because his his handlers don't let, allow him to do that because he does... <clears throat> he says dumb he's shit. really stupid. <laughs> but um, He lies a lot and gets yeah, caught. he says dumb well, shit. He just makes shit up, I think. No, he just says Any, dumb shit. Anyway, Acosta would <sighs> ask a question and then ask another question and then wanted to ask another question. And they were very pointed questions at Trump. Trump and Trump doesn't was like him. Very clear that he did not want to answer the questions and he was done. So a White House aide came up and tried to multiple times to physically grab the microphone from Acosta's hand. Mm-hmm. And Acosta pulled back. I just want you to picture what you would do. Look at the video. We can't we can't describe this in a podcast. The, 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 the way I try to think about it is like Imagine that you had something your child wanted and they were trying to grab it out of your hands and the way you would kind of like turn your shoulder from them and just keep pulling it away. He did not, his hand did not touch this woman. He did not move one of his limbs towards her. He only moved away from her. He said, excuse me, ma'am. I'm still talking. Yes. Sarah Sanders. No, that's what he said. I, was, I, was, I, I thought me. that's what you were doing. No, that wasn't me trying to shut down I'm still talking. I, I understood you. Sarah Sanders and the White House decided that they are going to ban him for, like, physical abuse of one of their... They rescinded his dates. credentials. Yeah, they rescinded. He rescinded his hard pass. He can still he, get in. He went he back in. He has to have an escort. Well, all this because bullshit. the story was that he went back in at 8 o'clock last night... And they wouldn't let him. ...to do... Whatever pool thing the pool reporters were going to do, yeah. And Secret Service was like, yeah, dude, no, we, yeah, we, we got can't. orders. Yeah. And then San- uh, Sarah Sanders put out this big thing, this big speech, painting him as a person who they put he put his hands on a woman. Which, first of all, from my point of view, this administration pretending they care when a man puts his hands on a woman, <laughs> is fucking and grab him by the pussy. What are you talking about? But On the, the whole thing was completely well, this ridiculous. Just, this and, is a case but of... But at the same time, I don't want to fucking defend Acosta. He can be a grandstander, for sure. But he, but this is all bullshit. Acosta was 100% being an asshole. Yeah. And and I will not argue that he was not. They could have taken that I was his, right about that. They could have <laughs> taken his credentials away for not following the rules. But no. They took his credentials away and painted him as an abuser of women. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? In Trump's defense, he handled not wanting to fucking deal with Acosta about as well as I would in that situation. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, okay, we're done. No, we're done. That's it. We're done. <laughs> and Acosta wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I get that that's annoying. But to Theron's point, 
acting like what Acosta did was abusive to that aide when there's fucking video there's that a shows video. She didn't. She looked irritated and a little embarrassed that she was in front of cameras trying to take this microphone from this guy. She did not look like a woman who had been assaulted or touched in a way you know that she what? found. Well, and that's just part of it. His arm moved down a bit. That's like. To block her arm from getting the microphone. That's it's ridiculous. Uh, well, that's par for the course for this administration where they do something that is basically kind of normal. The president doesn't like a, pre- a reporter who was rude to him. He's not allowed to come back. And that could have just gotten into the news as a, a dumb tweet by, by, by Acosta or whatever. But their response to it was insane. And again, just like everything... Conservatives control the news cycle, and that is what we fucking talked about today. Instead of the historic win by Democrats on Tuesday night, hundred women and, being elected to the and house. the beginning of the new Saturday night massacre. And we had one post about that, and like ten posts about the Democrats. Yeah, because DE is a better fucking atmosphere than the general okay. fucking media environment. I just want to go on a little spiel, as again as a short time journalist, <laughs> I've only got a couple more weeks left before I get to. Ditch that title. And become a straight-up lizard person. Yes. Fuck it. You'll still have to be anonymous Mike. I will still be anonymous Mike. (laughs) Um, The First Amendment does not guarantee access. The only reason White House press conferences happen is because either the White House wants to get a message out or because they feel like they have to. Mm -hmm. So people saying that this violates Acosta's First Amendment rights are full of shit. Mm -hmm. Okay? CNN still has people there. CNN still has people there. The reasonable reaction, if you were going to react kind of the way they did, the White House could have said, for one week, we are suspending Acosta's hard pass. For not following the rules. For for rude and unbecoming conduct in the pool. But they are incapable of that kind of nuance. Exactly. Like, that would be the the mature... Acosta would be the one that looks like a dick. Acosta would look like... Acosta would look like a dick. And we would all move on. Just like how Kavanaugh could have had a sincere discussion about assault and how consent is important. And it would have been yelled about it. Exactly. They they routinely handle these situations that could enrich and better the nation by having a conversation about civility, how some mores are important, how you don't want to be a fucking asshole. And instead what they do is just reinforce the opposite. And it's it's frustrating well, as hell and it sets the precedent that the media can be disposed of at the administration's whim well and, and, and it reinforces that they're enemies we've known all exactly, along which how is, we've they, known all along how trump views what was the on, press he abuses them but he loves them and what was on the fucking side of the van that the fucking crazy ass the bomber pipe bomber had it wasn't nbc sucks it wasn't abc sucks it was cnn sucks that was two weeks ago that was two weeks ago where a guy tried to mass murder a bunch of democrats and And none of those bombs went to any other media outlet other than cnn they'll never say whether those it's dangerous, man. I want, and we want to play it off as if it's all funny games because the because bombs were poorly constructed. But As I told dude, Casey in the break, up. just wait for it, man. Eventually one's going to go off. People, I, I genuinely the think the state fail, of the country, through. people are going to die. Not one person. It's not going to be one incident. We are going to have several violent incidents until this country works this shit That has out. been the saving grace of Trump so 
Trump's tenure so far that nobody's died. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Hey, did you hear about Pittsburgh? <clears throat> People right. died. Oh, he know. didn't explicitly say oh, Trump. Trump slogans, and I don't necessarily know that Trump, whose son-in-law and daughter are Jewish, espouses anti-Semitism, but a fuck ton of his fans do, he and they feel that crowd. Well, it's um, I remember I used to get pissed whenever uh, people fawned over Obama for saying the right things in, in the events of any given you know disaster. I'm just like he's doing his job. That's uh, what but the, president's but the, supposed but to do. Had a president a that doesn't do his yeah, job. Yeah, that's the thing. When you see a president who doesn't do the job, and at first I'm just like, you guys want him to show up and say some shit? What? Well, yeah, yeah uh, but actually then, we do. Uh, now we get this many years. Now we get Normies two years do. in. We get two years in, and uh, y- you get two solid years of a president not coming out uh, immediately and urgently putting this type of thing to bed. And now we actually see the side effect of that. Trump did not. Trump did not go out and say Nazis. Please go out and shoot some synagogues. If he just if, played if this guy, if the, no, uh, okay, yeah. okay. If this guy went to Trump and said, Trump, I'm going to shoot some synagogues for you. Trump would be personally horrified. He would be like, uh... Don't, don't do that. Uh, why would you do that in my name or, or, or generally in period? If you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, fine, though. Let's go with but, that argument. But, but, but uh, any president who, who, who does not do the basic ceremonial thing, and this is not a president overstepping his powers. This is not a president doing anything about a presidency that I dislike. This is a ceremonial thing where every time something bad happens to the Jews, you come out and say, that was bad, because the Jews have a lot of bad things happen to them. They are members of, they are citizens. And they they are are members of our community. Was the so, flag lowered for that shit? So, uh... I don't think so. No, we didn't, we didn't I know here that. in Indiana, our governor ordered the flags lowered to half-staff afterwards. Yeah. But, uh, um... Because it's, Holcomb's it's a class little ass. fucking But things. that's a ceremonial thing where the president, um, tells us who is and isn't... The leader, the executive, the king, the goddamned emperor, whatever you want to call him. Uh, because... Just because we call him president, you know, his powers are what he is. And uh, that guy is in charge of who is in and outside of the community, and he has not made it absolutely clear that the Jewish community is part of ours. I think this administration has revealed to many Americans, especially liberal Americans, who more than conservatives have a faith in government, how much of what we have gotten was not structural. It's not in the law that the president is a giant asshole. No. It's not in the law that the president follows <clears throat> these norms that presidents have followed for centuries. The taxes. And so we don't... We did not appreciate how much of what we got was just because people were basically decent and yeah. respected the institution. Look at uh, yeah. George W. Bush, who is was... Before 2016, considered the worst president of all time. <laughs> By yeah. at least most millennials, for sure. Yeah, for he, sure. He, he handled this shit way better than Trump. 
Yes. The ceremonial <laughs> stuff. Yes. Yeah. Because and he knew he knew how to stand in front of the country and go, well, you know, we really shouldn't pull this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But Trump doesn't have that. In if look at Char- look at it doesn't help Trump win. Well, look at Charlottesville. If Charlottesville yeah. had happened under W, his response would have been completely radically different than what. Trump's was. It would have been a complete in, condemnation in Trump, of white supremacy. Right. It would have been complete condemnation of white supremacy. It would have been come together. This is bullshit. We all disagree, but we need to fucking come together and get this fucking yeah, right. right. And that yeah. would have been W. And that's fine. And then yeah. Trump shows up and it's like, well, both sides, both sides, fuck both sides. Yeah. Very You've got fucking Nazis on one thing. side. Again and again. And it's a pattern. There, look, there are problems. <laughs> there are lots of problems with neocons, but at very least, they never flirted with White supremacy. That was not their shit. Well, no, neocons, neocons only flirt with systems that are unconsciously oppressive so that they can defer liability. Exactly. I, they're and if you had one that bought into it, it was like, you know, the nut job in Louisiana or fucking wherever that was. It was like going. some house member. Yeah, like it was going to be like a house guy that was going to run on like the David Duke ticket and he was going to win in that district, but that was going to be it. That was yeah. the end of it. You know, yeah. Louis King. Yeah, the guy, the guy at the top has to come out and say these things. I'm gonna say something, but before I say it, I'm, this is hilarious. I want to acknowledge that it's part of the problem. After eight years of listening to Fox News and conservatives slam the way. Obama responded to police shootings of unarmed black men and telling him he needed to be the uniter-in-chief, which was code for do not acknowledge the grievances of black people, just make me as a white person feel better about the police. Exactly. That's Seeing this and this lack of being uniter-in-chief, uniter-in-chief I mean, this is, this, is, this is the definition of not. However, I will, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to agree to that, but I am going to say of Obama, um, what got... <clears throat> Um, what got Republicans really going about him and what triggered him every single time he struck that tone is that he expanded that finger-wagging this is an America guy's tone from like gun from like mass shootings and stuff to how Congress went that day like he would get on television at the end of the day and be talking about the budget with the same tone of disappointment That's aimed at Republicans that he had about a mass shooting two days earlier. That's and we would hear that and be like, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. And that was our problem with Obama. And, and I think that's a good way of putting your critique of it. That's the most clearly that you've explained to me. He talked down to yeah. conservatives. He absolutely did. Every, because he every would, chance he got. He would make everything into... This isn't the moment. real America. Every, every Obama speech was an assault on conservative pride. Although they had done it to him, so it's just like, was he doing it unconsciously? And so, and so, I can, were were his speech writers doing it unconsciously on purpose, or just sure. on purpose? Going back to a discussion we had earlier, this these he is from a community that has for years heard if you guys just voted, while forty percent of them oh, weren't yeah, allowed yeah. to vote. They, they've like, heard that that at them. Liberals have been talked down to, specifically minority liberals, mm-hmm. for literally ever. And so, yeah, they've had to learn to have a, a tough, a thick well, skin and living, just deal with it. We're living through, working through grievance. Um, when you get in a bad way with your wife at home, and uh, uh, and and you know you, you get caught up in in what they said. He said, and, she said, yeah. And 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 uh, and you don't get caught up in what you said. 
No, I'm. I'm uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when, I, when you're, I, I know she's sitting in the other room. I'm like, like fucking fucking stupid. careful what you fucking. Say. No, no but he's, you know his point is good. His point is good. I'm, when you're I'm in saying, an argument, you get caught up in what the but, other person's saying. But, but saying the only way that you work through those built-up grievances where all day you um, did something to piss each other the off little, all the day, little, just, just back little, with back and forth, or all month, or all week, or however long it built it up before this fight. The only way you work through the only way you work through it is the fight. We've got to have the fight, guys. We got to have the fight. I think part of the problem is this is the same fight we've been having every few decades for a long time, but for the first time ever, the balance of power has shifted. This is what the all the demographic questions about. This is the first generation of babies born where more of them were non-white than white. Oh, yeah. This, this is the beginning of Oh, yeah, big crossings of lines. And that type this of is when conservatives are going to start being in the position of feeling, at very least, yeah. like they are on the outside. And, not, and, and, and let's eliminate political talk from that. How... Rural white people... Rural white... Rural, uneducated white people feel. Conservative, liberal... Take that out of the equation. No, no, exactly. I, I, and, and it's it's a, we had a black president, and we have ch- shifting my shifting demographics. When, I'm sorry. It's weird when you look at the guy, the big, the, the guy in charge on TV as a white person in America. It's weird uh, when you look up and and they don't look like you. it's that, the first that, time that, in American that's history. The first gut reaction. People and we have. have four guys, four white guys talking yes. about this. Trigger every black. Person saying this is what we've been fucking exactly. dealing with for our entire well, hopefully, lives. Hopefully, the black person at home is aware that I'm white. <laughs> no, that was never. This has never been the white experience. Well, yeah. and but to go back to what you're saying of you know you see the minority being on TV and then you're like, well, that's not me. That's what well, I mean, it's no, no. I'm talking about it's just generality. Different. It's just different. In generality. It's a shock. Like, even in generality, like I never was just like. Oh, that's weird. President's it, black. It, it's it's. Well, he talked the same as the rest of them to me, so I never saw any difference. Well, that, yeah, I mean, he he was. I was more worried about somebody shooting. The rest him. of the politicians. Yes, that was me. the terror. The yes. entire. Oh my years. god! Like that I first speech. Like, oh god, they're gonna shoot him. Time. It's gonna be James Earl Ray. Oh yeah. Um, oh I think god. the same about Trump. You uh, thought they Secret were... Service and cannot wait. And uh, fucking technology has shifted. You can't. You can't kill the person. Well, they keep him in a glass box. No, and also, he we're not well going to go too far on this, he may on as this well podcast be because we'll get... Well, oh, yeah, we'll get spooks in here. <laughs> I've got plans in place. So, uh, all right, no, this, there are no plans. If you live in D.C. and you own a catering business, please hire me. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. I have plenty of gastronomy. Human, no. Okay, next topic, next topic. Does anyone have a little thing they want to ding on before I go into what I wanted to talk about at the end of this? Yeah. I would just like to say the cliche is right now that the redneck is the one open target in comedy, right? You can't punch down unless it's a toothless hillbilly. Which I'm the guy that makes that point, but now that you went and made it, I have to be the contrarian and say there's enough redneck standing around that, uh, you know, it's a little bit different argument. the, The issue is, and this is something liberals say a lot about minorities, and like in cosmic justice, white people don't have anything to bitch about. I think we all acknowledge that compared to, say, black people. In this own country, yeah. In this country, Obviously, they have had it the worst. 
But people don't base their lives off of the cosmic justice of they live their lived no, experiences. Ours and and rural white can people. You, can you say like social or government or social justice? Not because cosmic justice we all get. Our okay, the the the, 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 the divine justice. on this planet. I didn't the take it there. You took it there. I I know. No, we I'm not want our own lives to be better, and everybody has their own struggles. Right, and and so. I think I when we talk, and, and this, I know My this has been recapitulated. Does. I'm sorry, I missed your point. Okay. This has all been recapitulated before, but like, when a rural white person who, their kid goes to a shitty school, they have three cars sitting in their front lawn, not because they think it's a cool decoration, but because they're really hoping someday they can fucking fix that thing and have a car or sell that car to get some money to, yeah. to, to fix the fucking toilet. Yeah. When they hear you say white privilege to them, oh, they yeah. they have a very legitimate place to saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they have a different understanding of what the word privilege means. And yeah. rural whites' sense of grievance, whether it makes Historical context, and let's be clear, cosmopolitan whites have always been shitting on rural whites. That that, that oh, yeah. sense of grievance yeah, is, is, it's, it's well earned. Yeah. When, when we talk about this, honestly, I don't really think rural whites are pissed off at black people or Mexicans. They're pissed off at people like the three of us well, and, and who sit here telling them how they should be. Well, and that's what I'm our, talking about. Teaching I, them that they should abandon their small towns I, because the plant left. And every, their values. Every and, now and then, every, every rare now and then, I go off on a rant about the fucking Jerry's and, I'm t- and nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about and it's because they shouldn't and because it's incredibly obscure. And I'm, and I'm But I'm talking about what Mike's talking about here. I'm trying to come up with the prejudicial terms for these rich white fuckers who are fucking me over. The burger uh, cosmopolitans. Uh, but it's never going to catch on and I know that. I, I, you I, you, you know. fucking hate knickerbockers. Wasps. Wasps. That's the term. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's, the term is so silly but it's 100% true. Rich, snobby white people who look well, down Anglo-Saxons. on poor white people. Anglo-Saxons. Yeah. I mean, I'm German. But I have bought into the cosmopolitan culture, and, and but but here's the thing, uh, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that because uh, the number one uh, irritant removed by 2016 was what you're talking about because white privilege is no longer a term in vogue. Uh, it's no longer it doesn't dominate uh, uh, discussion in all the editorial rags like it used to. Actually, you know, aren't exposed to it every day. Like, it's fucking... But no, I will say, you're right. but this is, this is the exact same way that, like, after the Civil Rights Act was, was passed, white people had a sense, like, we're done with it. And black people were like, no, no, like I'm still terrified. The no, police officer is gonna fucking shoot me. This is the opposite, me. where um, where you had a bunch of people, uh, like we've got real uh, issues, like the shit we talk about in the beat, where people are getting shot. Meanwhile, you've got white privilege uh, crap, where um, you know some rich, educated white kid is telling me that I'm an asshole uh, for growing up in Owen County, uh, uh, and uh, like that uh, got dropped. Like a sack of hammers, with I Hillary Clinton losing. I think the uh, the bourgeois term. I think that the I bourgeois think, dominance of social justice got blunted. I I think that they at least realized that the term white privilege is toxic. But yeah. I will say, yeah. it was, is inherently flawed yeah, I, in yeah. a way. Well, that, but that, even though we can all say yes, statistically, if you're white, you have it a 
You lot have of, a lot more opportunity you have an advantage. than anybody else. Well, I mean, I can talk about and it. And I think you would I even think about it that. Reason. Well, yeah. I can finally use the... I, f I know that it dropped out of popular over-misuse because I can use that term reasonably now. But I will say, at the same time, there's still a lot of conservatives who are angry that Black Lives Matter isn't labeled a terrorist organization. Uh, and so, and, and, Yeah, because they get up and they angrily show people off the stages. And I, I'm saying that, that the sense of grievance, the, the public cause has gone away, but it has not been addressed. Yeah. And that's where our fundamental... And this would be a perfect time to segue into well, our, our well, Donnelly send-off, but Theron just went to piss. Well, and uh, Newman's been sitting there with his arms crossed for a minute. I'm, 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 pondering, I'm, I'm curious what's on his mind. I don't know. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. I think you have a point. I, mean, uh, I don't, I don't no, I did for I did for a second. Uh, okay. But then we moved on or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and then I went and took a piss, and then Theron took a piss, he, and now we're he distracted. Pissed, he pissed the idea away. Bottom line is, white people do have advantages. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 privilege, white privilege is totally weird. Let, let, me, let, me, let me finish my thought. White privilege is real. It doesn't mean what a lot of white people think. It just means that that's one thing you don't yeah. have to deal with. And it's a significant thing. You just thing. need to stop sharing the article about how do you explain white privilege to poor white people because you're not going to do uh, it. Pick a different term. <laughs> and, and I've argued that before. But Theron, I think now, after we've discussed this topic that will offend any minority listeners we happen to have. <laughs> Which we don't have. We had zero of them. Because so, DE is whitewashed. So DE uh, is liberals and a conservative who have come together. We have, we have, we have two and a half conservatives or, th or three and a half. And, 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 and we, are, we are mostly Hoosiers through and through. Yes. And Here on the podcast. We, we have I, a lot of Buckeyes, and, but they don't care. And, and so as our... As our farewell today, I feel like we gotta pour one out for for Joe Donnelly, our homie, um, who personally, and I feel like you always gotta do this stupid disclaimer, didn't agree with probably forty percent of what he did. But Joe was a Hoosier through and through. He still is. He didn't die or anything. <laughs> he, was a he was a northern. He was a region Hoosier. Joe. Still so, so doesn't matter. So if we want to go around the circle, that's fine. He was but major. but I guess I'll give mine first. Joe is one of the last normal, decent people in American politics in general. P other people I like: Elizabeth Warren, Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi. They're not fucking normal. No. Donnelly was a normal person who you might meet on a street who walked around with maybe one bodyguard who would talk to anybody mm -hmm. who he talked to who, Jet who looked <laughs> he talked to Jet and, and he post for, for better anybody or, he for <laughs> better he for better or worse took what was popular in the, in Indiana and he tried to make it happen yeah. and I feel like bipartisan he was one of the last members of Congress who could even who, who could even claim to be of the Luger vein of bipartisanship. It, one of the last of a dying breed. Pour one out for Joe Donnelly. Mm -hmm. I hope Shout he, out Joe Donnelly. I hope, he runs, I hope he runs for his old house Joe. seat or governor or something else and stays in the game. I just really appreciated that Joe genuinely 
seemed to just want to make people's lives better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about a big partisan win. Joe's legislative successes were pretty, like, they didn't affect everybody. It was opioid shit. Right to yeah. try. Helping veterans. He, he, he sponsored and co-wrote a bill that really worked to, to solve the suicide crisis amongst our veterans, which is a real issue. And it's just so fucking heartbreaking. And when your senator puts in a good bill and it passes, take pride in that shit. Joe Donnelly helped people. He helped families. He talked with families. He didn't spend all his time in Washington. I can't tell you as a, as a journalist how many fucking times I had press releases about Joe coming here, meeting with families. Yes, he put a press release about it. He's a politician. He's got to. But he did it. A lot of those guys, I mean, it's what got Luger kicked out. He never came home. Well, the press release was always in the form of, this bad thing happened to this family. Feel sorry for them. Don't pay attention to me. Feel sorry for them. Joe, give, a, give an example of that. Well, I, it'll come back. It'll come to me. Yeah, exactly. I just want to say Joe was a... Joe is a decent human being. I disagree with the political choice he made towards the end of his campaign, and I honestly do wish he had won. But he was a good guy. I would love the opportunity to go out to lunch with Joe and just talk with him. I'd work for Joe. I would work for Joe. He's just He just seems like a really good guy. As somebody who is... Way more to the left than Joe. Yeah. I would work for Joe. He never talked down to anyone. Joe, ne- you never got the sense from Joe Donnelly that he thought he was better than a single person in Indiana. Mm-hmm. He That's truly true. tried to represent the entire state, and that is rare today. That is so rare, and it is precious. It's extinct. Because I personally <laughs> know that I'm going to lose some elections, and knowing that even if I lose... My my representative in Washington still cares what I think, even if he's not going to go with it. Even just knowing he's willing to listen, that means a lot. <clears throat> and we don't, I don't know that I have that in, in, in Mike Braun. You no, no. No, you don't have No, but yeah. I don't think anybody not, thinks that they have that with Mike Braun. But we're not getting into Mike Braun, colossal idiot. We're pouring one out for Joe Donald. Yeah. Shout outs. We're doing shout yeah. outs. Yeah. Yeah. Throw, throw, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give Newman the last one on this thing because mine's gonna be short because I wish I had said what Theron had said honestly uh, the the whole time I was listening to the thing I was like I, I I wish I could talk like Theron does about Donnelly right now oh, it's all very lovely the, and uh, and and then Theron was good enough to remind me to do this although um, I I had thought of it already um, and you Joe, don't have to get in heavy no 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 Joe Donnelly came down um, some some terrible misfortune had befallen to um, one of our friends one, yeah, of, our one friends. of our close friends a founding member of DE uh, a wonderful woman a uh, hippest woman um, some, some, some terrible misfortune befell her family and Joe came down personally and uh, helped them. and supported and supported her in in that time. He he got the federal apparatus to help with her tragedy. Yeah, thank you for and that, that. That is not easy or no. a small yeah. thing for a senator to do. He's exactly. not an executive branch guy, and he exactly. managed to get that to happen. And that and just that speaks really to struck me. And I I already wanted to vote for him, but uh, when I knew that about him, um, I knew that he would be my senator whether or not he won. Uh, until uh, 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 until either one of us died. So uh, uh, I, I I love you, Joe, and I'm sorry you had to go. I would just say my point on that. 
There were no press releases about what Joe did for them. Not exactly. You never saw that on TV. Not a single one. Our listeners are probably hearing about this for the first time. I would only know about it because I know friends of friends of friends of... And so he just did that because it was the right thing. And it's Mm -hmm. it's tragic that that stands out about our politicians. Mm -hmm. But he did. He went out of his way and spent a lot of time and political capital Mm -hmm. to make something happen for... A Hoosier. A Hoosier. For no political gain, just because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yep. I gladly buy him a beer. Pour one out for Joe from DE. God, we've all said so much. Does Newman have anything to say? (laughs) I do. I got two quick ones real quick. Um, First off, shout out to uh, the notorious RBG who fell down. Get well soon. Get well soon. Who fell down last night and broke three ribs in the Supreme Court office and was such a fucking champ, she went home (laughs) and didn't go to the hospital until this morning when she woke up and said, wow, that hurt way worse than I thought it did. (laughs) So shout out to her, you know, get well soon and all that. And, you know, I've mentioned this uh, between us ourselves, but um, to DE Soundtrack, uh, shout out to Chris Dory from Gangrene, one of the most influential punk bands out of Boston in the early 80s. Uh, they were in the middle of going on tour, and Chris Dory had a fucking stroke. Oh they had to cancel a shit ton of shows. And I always joke on DE when we talk about the podcast, I say, you know, you got the beer, we got the time. Well, that comes from a Gang Green song called Alcohol, You Got the Beer, We Got the Time. And that was one of um, my favorite songs to listen to while riding around in Newman's car listening to punk rock. So um, I didn't know this guy's name or anything yeah. about him, but uh, he did affect my life a teensy bit. So. Yeah, so shout out to Chris Dory from Gang Green. Yeah. Send us off, Casey. All right. Um... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Domestic Edition. Uh, in case you weren't aware, uh, it, like this is going out on the fucking radio waves. Um, it, it, this was our election special of sorts. Um, 10,000 watts of goodwill. Uh, <laughs> the whole time, every topic that we touched on, I wanted to expand on it or go in a different direction, but the conversation went some other way because there are so many things to talk about. That's DE, baby. In this topic of the election it was so huge so that's why you got to go to the group that's and right you, and you got to be in the threads and you got to be in the club what's the url casey uh, go to domesticedition.com and woo, that'll woo. take you right to the group because we got rid of the dipshit facebook pages we don't need them no more uh, uh domestic edition is the group it is the club it is news club it is the news fanatics who are there whether or not facebook is there to have a, a little group for us to come together on so uh, we're going to keep doing this until we're dead, whether or not we record it. We're always going to come together and talk about the news, and you're always welcome to join us. And I hope you join us next time. I uh, love you all, and I'll see you in the funny papers. <laughs>